the Sharks on the tough end of a 2-1 to defeat will break down this tough one working second back-to-backs and a lot more than that. We'll get you ready for Tampa and more right now on Teal Town After Dark. And with that, good afternoon, everyone. It is Sunday, January 30th, 2022. The Sharks lose one in North Carolina to the Hurricanes 2-1. to one. We welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks postgame. We do this after every game, home and away, no matter if it's another Bay Area team is playing a game. So if you want to do with do and join us in the chat. I can't talk today. Wow. Uh, chat with <laughs> us and fellow Sharks fans on the page in the chat. Follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it, YouTube. Smash that subscribe button. SoundCloud, Spotify, Discord, and TikTok. And find everything at tealtownusa.com. Working a second set of back-to-backs is yours truly and Ian Reed. Yeah, I'm here. Jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I see this game this game was a slog man and I don't know if it's like because I had to pay extra attention because like I was on again and like this is like I think the most consecutive shows I've done in a short span and I wonder if that maybe has anything to do with like just my lack of enjoyment of this game um but yeah just uh what a slog what a slog yeah it was uh it was a tough one. It definitely, it definitely showed both teams were working back to back nights. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely sluggish, especially in the middle frame of uh, of this one. I mean, it just really started rough. Then you got, you know, the uh, oh, we're we're getting a little chippy here out of nowhere, and I think that was the the frustration of it all. So, uh. Go ahead. No, I just, I, I'm I, I agree. Uh, I thought the um, yeah, I thought I, I thought the Sharks kind of got off to a good start. I thought the um, the whole VL situation where VL takes the the double minor, I guess, for using the door uh, is apparently uh, a double minor now. Yeah, but I, I thought that. that after that, like they were able to take the Hurricanes off their game a little bit, and I, I think that they finally settled down again. But for a little bit there, like. I thought that the the Hurricanes were kind of chasing them around a little bit more than you would expect a team of this caliber to do against a lower caliber team like the Sharks. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Sharks unfortunately couldn't capitalize. And credit to the D. Like, I thought the defense for the Sharks was really good tonight. Um, I thought Reimer was good too, obviously. But I thought, I, I don't think the defense is going to get enough... Um, for this game the offense though man what a what a slog yeah uh, just frustrating uh on there and then you had the the couple of chances on the power play and it, it just doesn't you know it, it just doesn't go for you i mean granted they've had five power play goals in their last five games they they talked about that on the mm-hmm. on the broadcast so nice to see uh, you, you just want want maybe just a little more consistency to really put some shakiness. Granted, Carolina is the best PK in the league, so 
yeah, I, you know, Carolina is a really good team and um, you you saw it a lot tonight, like in a lot of like, again, I, I give the Sharks defense a lot of credit and James Reimer, of course, all the credit in the world. But yeah. like the, the Hurricanes were so good at taking the puck in the neutral zone and racing back into the shark zone like so many plays just died in the neutral zone and the carolina hurricanes just brought it back in now they you know they they didn't have a lot to show for it on the scoreboard tonight but possession wise i thought you know the, the hurricanes did a really good job of hemming the sharks into their own zone for large stretches of the game and uh really frustrating the sharks uh forwards and and, and more so just having the turnover issues again I mean, it eventually led to that first goal with Trocheck and and, and I, I'm going to throw the screenshot I posted on the Twitter, you know, earlier. But it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's frustrating to see. But I mean, really, realistically, there's only two guys that were in the way of, um, you know, this with Trocheck, you know, boxed in with, you know, four sharks and, and granted Vlasics mm-hmm. basically this the screw for for the opening goal for uh carolina yeah i mean here here the problem i have with this play is and you on the screen yes mm-hmm. okay the problem i have with this play here is and i i posted this on twitter too so the 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 twitter the twitter fans will have to forgive me for repeating myself here but we mentioned this last night right like look at how many white sweaters and how many black sweaters are there now Mark Edward Vlasic is the guy. Now, okay, granted, yeah, Merkley probably, you know, doesn't need to turn over the puck there, but he did. But at least Merkley gets back into the play. Mark Edward Vlasic is backing up. When you have you have numbers, you have three white sweaters and one black sweater. Vlasic needs to skate towards him and hope that in, you know, worst case scenario, absolute worst case scenario, he gets around Vlasic. But those guys are he's going to have to, Merkley's going to engage. Like the frustrating thing with this team is, and this is a veteran play. This isn't like last night where I thought Magnum Malosh got backed up into the zone a lot. Mm-hmm. Like this is Mark Edward Vlasic, Mark Edward Vlasic of six bajillion NHL games. Like I don't understand why he doesn't go and try to either take the man or take the take the puck. Especially when you have numbers. Like this is what. Well, that's exactly what I mean. I mean, you look at this play. This looks exactly like the start of overtime. Obviously, there's more players on the ice but does isn't this exactly what happened in overtime last night like brent burns would be the one lone carolina skater and what happened they didn't let him go anywhere he had nowhere to go turns over the puck the puck goes the other way but no instead of this mark edward vlasic backs up screens james reimer and then goal yeah and, and the tough like part... it's just good frustrating yeah no it it, it... It really is. I mean, I get why Merkley is in there trying to cut off the move, like the move to the left side. And, and of course, Merkley's pass, yeah. you know, went off of Cogliano. But he's taking, to- he's doing exactly what he should do there. Mm-hmm. He's taking the man because they have numbers. So even if you don't get your man, someone else is probably going to get him. Like, I don't know. There's, it's a frustrating goal. Yeah, it, it that's the frustrating part of it all, and then it gets them going, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So that makes it one nothing, uh, one nothing, Carolina. You wouldn't have anything in the second period, and then th- third, you know, uh, the Sharks get it back. Rudolph's balsers ties it up. 
kind of a kind of a break, kind of a breakdown of a uh, of a coverage. Um, you know, from and he gets it from Dolan and Malas. So Dolan continuing on, uh, you know, a good good streak so far. Rudy, Rudy saying, you know, just now that, uh, you know, I I feel my like my body isn't back to where it was before COVID. I need a few more games to be back into game shape. Uh, so it sounded like well, Walters has got a couple weeks off coming up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, and granted, that's the thing in, you know, uh. Bugner is saying, you know, uh, time the message for Tuesday. It's time to empty the tank with the break coming up. Uh, yeah, from Bob. I mean, uh, I mean, good efforts all around, but I mean, you, you you need a little bit more. And granted, again, you can't really use the uh, you know back to back nights because Carolina was in one. Yeah, you traveled a little bit, but still. And, and this is why I don't understand the schedule of it, but it's a schedule that they're dealt with, but. You know, you know, uh, it, it's just frustrating to see it, especially coming on strong against a very uh, good Florida squad the night before. Yeah, um, I mean, again, it is what it is, right? Like they're playing really, really good teams, and I think that can't be stated enough, right? Like the, I, I thought they played, you know, I they played they played a better game tonight than they did yesterday at least in the in, uh, in their own end right uh, there was times where like the goal there and there was a couple other situations too where they were probably a little too passive in their own zone but uh, i mean i they they hung around right and if you if you can keep a team like this and and i know that carolina has had trouble like they haven't really been blowing teams out lately they've been winning a lot of one goal right. but if you can if you can, I mean, it's it's a game of bounces. If you can hang around like the Sharks did, you can win. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, unfortunately, this one didn't go their way, but they hung around. Like I give them a lot of credit for hanging around with this team. Yeah, and they were so close to getting a point. They got a point last night. You know, so three out of six, not bad for for a daunting road trip that it was. And you know, if you can steal at least one out of Tampa on Tuesday. I mean, I would say that is a successful road trip considering who you ran into. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about that game though. I don't know. I I'm hoping that they will come out and play a decent game, but like it's like last day of school feeling before like Christmas. Yeah. Like I'm not I don't know. That Tampa game, I'm not I'm super worried about it. <laughs> it's it's the trap game a little bit, you know. Yeah, you know, you know, you have a big like you, your your mind's probably already on what are you gonna do for the two weeks until you play again. Like you know, you probably, you I I just wonder, I I wonder what this team's gonna look like because I wonder if this like, I just I worry about this team sometimes because of things like that. And I think some guys just aren't going right now either. Like I I know there was like a Discord and in and in, in, in the uh, YouTube chat here last night. You know, a lot of people were talking about Couture, and I was like, hmm. Yeah, I haven't noticed Couture in a little bit. And I watched him tonight, just, you know, really kind of honed in on Couture tonight. And yeah, man, like, he needs to get going. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Couture, but, like, I didn't think he had a particularly good game outside of the face-off circle. And it was a rough night in the face-off circle, too. Uh, the, the Sharks, you know, they made it 57% in favor of Carolina, but there was one time where they were down 38%, and honestly, your best face-off yeah. guy was Nick Benino at 56 um yeah i mean 
Gregor zero, Hurdle forty. He had a rough go. Couture forty three percent. You know, I mentioned it on the Discord. Logan Couture now with, uh, I think two points, and I think those are two assists in his last eight games. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. I'm like, it's been hard because there's been so much you know, movement up in like, and, and just like the lack of guys to play with. Right. When you had guys like Barabanov and Balser's out, like you had some really slim pickings for like lines in the top six. Uh, but I mean, tonight he was with, you know, he, he was with good players. So you want, you want to see him get, you want to see him get better. I think a little bit, he needs to pick up his game a little bit and get going here. You hope that there, there's going to be that breakout that we've seen from Logan, not just, you know, like we've seen in the playoffs, but Logan getting on, getting it on, uh, all around, you know, uh, Marty T mentioning in regards to Burns, 28, 22 for Burns better, but still wildly unsustainable after yesterday. I mean, that's over 62, Plus minutes of yeah, hockey. I saw that tweet from uh, Corey Masasek. Um, Sixty-two minutes and twenty-five and a half hours, which is pretty wild. Jacob Magna um, played forty-seven minutes over the last uh, two games. I mean, big, big minutes from guys like you wouldn't expect. And I thought, and again, like I give the defense a lot of credit tonight. Um, I I really want this. I I would love this blue line to be healthy again. I think we all would. Absolutely. But I think. Given the, I, I wasn't upset with the D. Given the, the situation that they're in right now, right? Like it's just it's there's some big holes there. I mean, you're, what you would probably call your three of your six regulars are out, and that's was on full display tonight. Right. I mean, with Magna and Malosh, uh, you know, on on, and then you're missing Carlson and Ferraro. Uh, and you have Merkley back in. Thank God Merkley came in because if not, that was definitely setting up uh, an Ian Ram for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. but I mean, like last night though, like, and I understand you want to probably get some fresh legs in or whatever, but now look, I'm not like super, I'm not a super Jasper Weatherby guy. Okay. Like I, I think he's been, he's been good. He's had some, but he's had some rough goes as well. But as opposed to Pedersen, I don't Pedersen. I don't know how Pedersen continuously draws into this team. Like he, I don't think he brings anything. Like he, there's never been a game where I've come away and said, "Oh man, yeah, I really know Pedersen. Pedersen's great." Like I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't get um, it. And 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 last night, like whether be, I don't know if it was the first or second Dolan goal. I'm trying, I can't remember, but like. But a big part of that goal, we ne- we didn't really mention it on the show, and I regretted it after. Right. But, you know, we we speak mile a minute here, and sometimes <laughs> things gets missed. But like, I think that he wasn't given enough credit for the net front presence on the power play. Mm-hmm. Now the Sharks arguably couldn't really get a cycle going to save their life tonight um, in the offensive zone for any stretch of time. So maybe that's not gonna you know be out there. I don't know if that changes the complexion of the power play. Because in order to have a net front guy, you need to have a cycle. You know, you need to be able to move the puck around in the offensive zone without turning it over and it going the other way really quickly, um, which the Sharks had all kinds of trouble with tonight in the offensive zone. So I don't know if it makes a difference, but I just, again, like NHL coaches are always going to make weird lineup decisions that we don't understand, but I don't, I don't know, man. 
Dollar Store Peter DeVore. <laughs> but you make a great point about Weatherby, and that that's what I kind of hoped when he when the Sharks signed him from North Dakota to be the big guy. Mm-hmm. He can be the guy that just gets in the way. It frees up having Meyer. Uh, in front of the net you can get him out where he's got a nice shot we've seen that this season um yeah like like weatherby is not going to be a guy who's going to come in and score all the goals right but but if you can get in front you know if you can move your butt and get in front of the goalie and you know and possibly i mean i'm again like he's no one's going to confuse jasper weatherby with joe pavelski and i can't believe i just did that i broke the show's you how dare dare you that's for seven o'clock dang it i know I apologize, but, <laughs> but hear me out here, right? Like we're like, he's not going to be a guy that's going to stand in front and just tip all the pucks into the net. Right. But it's, you know, but he, but he gets out there and he, and he's hard to move out there. Like, I think the one thing that Weatherby's done really well is he is really hard on the puck and he's hard to move off pucks and he's hard to move out of in front of the net. Again, it does it make a difference in this game when it's all said and done. No, because the Sharks never really were able to set up a cycle. But yeah. I don't know. It's Again, it's one of those things where I just I don't understand. I, I, I don't understand it either. I mean, you play a guy that was on the power play and being that guy, along with being the, one of your fourth liners who logged in decent minutes for a guy who basically just had three hits, two takeaways, lost one out of three in faceoffs, and played 9-15. Um you know, I, I know VL has a role out there, and granted, it was a you know four minutes. That, you know, you know everything. <laughs> Logan Teal, why is AJ wearing a Canada hat? Oh, jeez. God damn it! Oh, see that one time. Oh, uh, let's get to some of the comments uh, in the locker room. We'll start with this one on here with Cogliano. Credit us as we play some of the best in the league. We could have won the game against Florida. We were chasing the league. And undermanned, I don't know what we could do differently. Uh, and, and that goes to that goes to what you said earlier, Ian. They're doing this, and yes, they lost. And there are no moral victories that help you out in the standings. But that's true. But to keep Carolina in check, keep Florida in check, you beat the Capitals. I mean, I don't know what kept Florida in check. I mean, that game, like, like the game they played tonight was probably the game they should have played against Florida. And yeah, it, you know, would have been a good game to put on if you're like suffering a bout of insomnia. Um, <laughs> but like ultimately, but yeah, I mean, you know, they, they were in it though. Right. right. Like they, they round and I, again, they're, they are undermanned. I give them a lot of credit for hanging around. I mean, Ultimately, you're right. Like, does this help in the standings? No. Teams in the Pacific Division are are winning games, and the Sharks are not. And that's, you know, if you think that this is a potential playoff team, that's a bad thing. I don't, so I don't care. Yeah. Uh, right? I just take the games as they come. So, I mean, it's a good point. And like we said, the, the games in hand definitely will throw everything off right now. Um, oh, yeah. You know. The Mirage. Yeah, like you said, the Mirage last night. Uh, we'll pull that up in a sec. Let's get back to some of the comments uh, here. Bob Bugner, Rhymes was great. We were physical, blocked a lot of shots. From a defensive standpoint, our best game of the trip. Yeah, uh, defensively, I thought they played, again, defensively, they were great tonight. Uh, James Reimer, 
again, ask you, you can't ask much more of James Reimer at this point. I don't, I look at both of those goals and I don't say, Oh, Reimer probably wants that one back. Right. Cause neither of them were his fault. Mm-mm. No, he got screened on one. So, I mean, James Reimer is doing everything like James Reimer. Most like he's had a couple blips, but, but all goalies have blips, right? Like even the best goalies have games where things just don't go their way. But by and large, James Reimer has given the Sharks chances in significantly more games than he's taken them out of. Absolutely. I mean, this this could have been ugly. The, this whole road trip could have been, could have been ugly, uh, you know, early on. And he, he's let them in it. That one point against Florida, I think you can maybe say you give to, he was the one guy who did it. Oh, James Reimer. 50 did. saves yeah, James yesterday. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's James Reimer's point. I mean, uh, and, and I mean, the offense did things too, but James Reimer's point. Right, right. And, and when I when I mean like held in check for the Panthers, it's like that's a high octane offense that you you know you you sustained for forty minutes in there, and then but but again, yeah. like tonight, you, you had uh, you know only allowed one of the best teams in the league to have just two goals on hand, where they could have bit you hard and mm-hmm. and some miscues, and it could have been the other way. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks that, you know, offensively, there really just wasn't anything going for the Sharks tonight other than, um, you know, you again, you hang around long enough and eventually something's going to go your way. And, you know, Balsers picks up a, a picks up a puck and and gets a nice goal. But overall, I mean, other than a little bit of scrambliness at the end there where I thought that Anderson made just that ridiculous diving save. Uh, the Sharks really had <sighs> nothing going in the Ozone. Yeah, just that Balser's goal was pretty much it, and they really didn't sustain much offense no. a- after that. Um, uh, Co- uh, Cogliano, there were teams in in our division that continue to win. We owe it to ourselves to finish this trip the right way. Rhymes has played great, and we're missing two of our best D. The yeah. break will be good for us. Yeah, no, uh, you know, definitely on that part. You go yeah, some- I hope, I mean, like, let's hope they just, the one thing that I want from this break is for them to get healthy, especially on the blue line. Yeah. And, and, because the goalies, the goalies, even, even Aiden Hill of late has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, You know, like Aiden Hill had, a, I thought a really squirrely start to the season, but I think he's been, his last few games were really, really good when Reimer was out. Um, So, I mean, yeah, like it would be nice to see, the team get healthy, especially on the blue line to, you know, so that maybe we can get some wins to reward the goalies for these efforts that they're getting. Yeah. I mean, again, the goaltenders have been pretty, uh, pretty, uh, I don't want to say spectacular because I mean, yes, they lost the game, but at the same time, you know, offense needs to get going here. I mean, you have nine goals on the road trip and you have three points to show for it. And this one's, if the offense had shown up today, would have been a big, big victory uh, indeed for that. Uh, yeah. Cogs, you know, first two periods, we did a great, a good job limiting chances. It hurts to, you can get, you can play as good as you can and get no points out of the game. Uh, I mean, you have to score. Yeah. And I, I thought he had. Like you have to play at the other end of the ice. I thought he, I thought Cogliano had a good game. He was really physical in this one. Got, I think he got away with the penalty or two. Um, you know, so yeah. definitely that. 
Yeah, well, let's see here. Reimer, we I thought we buckled down and defended really well. They played hard and just got the last bounce. That's how it works sometimes. Yep. Yeah, and they did. So, uh, so that's pretty much it with the quotes there. Let me see what we got in in the chat. Uh, I guess people are trying to play, <laughs> trying to figure out what's next. You know, we're getting you know Logan Teal eighty six. We're getting to the point. Thought we're where the Sharks are wearing out their goalies. Reimer plays five, gets injured. Hill plays five, gets injured. Bob needs to play Sachenko for at least a game. I think at this point, you might as well go with Reimer or Hill Tuesday because you are going to get two, uh, almost two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think if, if Reimer can go, like if I, I think they probably asked Reimer this morning, like, hey, can you go? And he's like, yep, yeah. so... Um, he went in like I would have faulted Bugner for playing Sachenko today. And I've been generally whenever it comes up in the chat, I'm like, for fuck's sakes, like Sachenko doesn't need to play. Like he's I don't have a beef with Sachenko as a dude. Like I think he's he's a perfectly fine AHL goalie, but he's that he's an AHL goalie. He he got an NHL contract because they needed someone to sit on the taxi squad. And he and he filled that role and he did it mm -hmm. admirably. Um, But I mean. You know, but I, I'm not clamoring. Like, I don't think there is NHL upside with Sachenko, and that's not a knock on him. Like, some guys just aren't NHL players. Like, most of us aren't, right? I'm not. <laughs> I've scored two um, goals in a Sharks uniform at the tank, but, you know, I, I, I don't hear them knocking at my door. Right, right. So it's it's not a – it's it's not like a – I don't have anything against Sachenko. I just don't think he's an initial goalie. But tonight, today is a situation where I probably, if Reimer was like, you know, I'm pretty sore from yesterday, I'd be like, okay, cool. Sachenko, you're in. Like, and just cross your fingers and hope for the best, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, a game off, I think you do the same thing. I think if you go Monday and, and Reimer says he's good to go and he wants to play Tampa, then you let him play. Because, like, again, he's two weeks off. Yeah. No. So you play, empty the tank, like they say, you know, like... Hopefully that. Hopefully they come out and they actually play. I have concerns, but hopefully they they do come out and they play hard against Tampa and then they you know they're off for two weeks and then we'll see what they do after uh, two weeks off against an Edmonton team that has um, beaten the crap out of the Pacific Division so far this year. I think they're like ten and two right now against the Pacific wow. Division. That that's crazy. How about how about they show you how good they are? Um. So that's that's it for this one for the the game recap. The Sharks lose two to one. Standings wise, they are a point out of the wild card spot, but you know they have Calgary ahead of them with five games in hand at forty eight. The Sharks are at forty seven with forty five games played. The the Oilers and the Stars have at least four games in hand on the Sharks are at forty six points. So uh, and and a lot of those teams will be playing while the Sharks are having two weeks off. So I'll ask you. Yeah. I'll ask you this: Is it? It's nice to have the rest, uh, and maybe it tires these guys out that, that they have to fight to get back into a playoff spot. It's a scheduled break, right? Like it, it's a, it was a scheduled break, so it's it's fine. Like I mean, not going to the Olympics obviously allows the NHL to to come now and make up a bunch of games that they lost. Um, but I mean, like. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad because like going into the season, we knew there was going to be Olympic break. We knew that even if there was the Olympics, most of these guys weren't going to be skating. No. Like how many sharks are going to go to the Olympics? There might, Timo, yeah, my hurdle ulcers. 
Carlson and Butter, you know, world condi- conditions. In, in the you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 my thoughts. I mean, like a lot of these guys would have been under normal circumstances if the world was a normal place. Still, um, the, a lot of these guys would be sitting on their ass anyway for two weeks. So whatever. <laughs> Fanatical teal leader. NHL is easy. Uh, I just don't just don't play because I hate to show up everybody. That's just rude. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh... Obviously, there. I was th- going to be a guy, but then I blew my knee out. You know how it goes. <laughs> you, you, right or left knee? Doesn't matter. Uh, uh, okay. I was gonna Depends say, on. Uh... It's like twinsies. It's the right knee. Sweet. No, here you go. Here. Um. Um. So there's obviously another game going on in the Bay Area here, and and the poll question I put up today was: Does the success of other sports teams in the Bay Area help or hinder the Sharks? Um. In the sense of, you know, if other t- teams are doing really well, like how the Warriors and Niners and all the Giants, you know, went into the playoffs, uh, you know, kind of hinder or help the Sharks. Like similar to 2016 when the Warriors were in the NBA final and the Sharks didn't get that big spotlight that I think a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, what, what do you think on that? I'm not local, so I'm the wrong person to ask this question. Um, I, I think it's it's fine. Like I don't think it I don't think it hurts them. I don't. They're never gonna be the story there, ever. Even even when they, you know, even when they are, you know, something's gonna. The Niners will do something in the off season that'll that'll get all the press anyway. Yeah. Regardless, right? Yeah. Like I just I don't think it. I don't think it matters. I think from a butts and seats perspective, I think it probably hurts them a little bit mm-hmm. because like, obviously look at the sharks SAP center used to draw a lot of people when a lot of the other barrier teams were not doing as well as you'd probably want them to do. And yeah, the team not being good has certainly not helped put seats in, but, but having winning lives, I mean, you know, everyone has a finite number of sports dollars, right? So if, you know, if I'm a multi, like me, I wouldn't care. Like I'm, I'm a hockey fan first and foremost, like I don't really watch other sports. So for me, I'd just go to Sharks games because I'm a hockey fan. But if you're a fan of multiple sports and you have, you know, a set budget for entertainment and you're going to spend it on a sports team, do you want to watch Bob Bugner play a bunch of scrubs? Or do you want to go watch the Warriors? Or do you want to go watch the Giants? Or do you want to go watch the Niners? Like, decisions, decisions. Yeah. And I, I would say in perspective, I mean, you're in the Sioux, so you're you're near Detroit, but you're also, you're in the province of Ontario where, you know... Hockey's d- king here, man. Exactly. You know, or, or for that matter, let me ask you this then. Uh, mm. Junior hockey, I mean, obviously in the Sioux... It's fine, but like, uh, like you know, around Mississauga or Niagara in the Toronto area, how does it do? Especially since there's the Marlies in the AHL right in the GTO or GTA. Excuse me. Toronto's a Toronto's a Leafs town. It's not a hockey town. It's a Leafs town. Um, I still think like, look at junior hockey. You can still, I think junior hockey still does well enough because it's a good. You can bring your family and not completely 
have to mortgage your house to do it, right? Right. You can bring the whole family to a, to a junior hockey game. But, I mean, like, but nothing matters. Like, the Leafs are the only thing that matter there. Yeah. Just, just I'd ask in, in that sense, market-wise, too, for that matter, so... All right, so big, big times going on here. So 7 p.m., Pucknologist will recap the week that was in Sharks hockey as uh, we get closer and closer to the uh, All-Star break. break. Uh, After Dark, we'll be back with you on Tuesday following Sharks and Lightning. Uh, please, for please get a steal a victory in Tampa. That would be awesome, but, you know. I'm not holding my breath on that one. <laughs> I'm going to empty the tank on Tuesday, too. You do. <laughs> Be prepared, people. In case you missed it or you want to watch it oh. again, check us out on tealtownusa.com, your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, smash that subscribe button, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and always available at tealtownusa.com. Ian, your final thoughts? Uh, where do people can find you? Uh, final thoughts. I don't really have anything. Final thoughts. Um, watch Pucknologist later. Um, do that. Um, thanks for joining us. I mean, for all <laughs> you guys that came on and, and watched us live, knowing what else is going on uh, in the sporting world, that probably more people, again, like bigger bigger game than this one. Uh, so for the people that jumped on and uh, took the time to watch us live, I mean, thank you, because uh, I know that there's probably bigger things going on than listening to me <laughs> yammer on about nothing. But that tells you how much the people appreciate you. Yeah, no, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate the people. Yeah. Uh, More importantly, ha- hashtag all Ian baby. All oh, Ian baby, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, like a tiger's looking to the robot self-destruct apparently on Tuesday, so we'll be like that. So it might happen. I am burnt. Oh, oh my God. Well, I appreciate you, man. I know you you've put up with me this whole road trip, so. You, you, you get stuck with Landy on Tuesday, so I appreciate you very much. And to our viewers, uh, like Ian said, thank you so much. Yes, there's a lot of other things going on, so thank you for joining us. Uh, Pucknologist at 7 p.m., so a little over an hour and a half right now. So I don't know what you could do with yourself, but just take a rest a little bit. And until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. Pucknologist on at 7. We'll see you on Tuesday after the Sharks and Lightning. I do that up there.